This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's issue, the top 10 things women need to know about men. There's only 10? (laughs) Steve, I don't have time for more. I guess we could do a whole book. You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com slash Audible. I love the word free. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. You can get them from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This is going to be such a great podcast. As a woman, I personally am very excited and intrigued intrigued to learn mm. what we need to know about men. Steve's already mm. moaning. Steve's our guest. Stop moaning. Hold on. Because let's face it, we already know everything we need to know about men. Right, ladies? Um, I know you want to moan, Steve. Mm. Steve's our guest. You'll hear from him in a minute. You know what inspired me to do this particular podcast? I have a few single friends and many married friends, and I often hear the same complaints from women about men. Things like, he wants it all the time, or... shouldn't he already know what I want for my birthday? That's a really common one. And I just want to be kissed and romanced. Why does everything have to be about sex? I also have a few clients I see in person who are men who tell me things um, that they're not telling their girlfriends or their wives, which really they should, because remember, communication is key. Why are they not telling them? Because overall, communication and the expression of feelings seems to be very hard for men. And that's a recipe for a buttload of problems. So today, we're going to go right to the source. We're going to talk to a single guy by the name of Steve Shapiro, who does his share of dating. Um, and we're going to talk to him about the top things that women need to know about men. And the scratching you're hearing is Steve scratching his <laughs> chest because he can't wait to talk to us about this. Um, cute. Now... We know we could do an ongoing show about this subject, about things that women need to know about men, but we're going to whittle it down to something that we can understand in 20 minutes or less because, you know, I don't know, maybe you you don't want to know more than 20 minutes. I actually want to know more. But anyway. Time for Lynn's Confessions. All right. Things on my mind that I'd like to confess today. It's not really a confession, but number one, you should know that I've been married before. Um, I got married 21 years ago. No, that was wrong. A long time ago, I got married at 21 years old. Look, I can't remember. I'm 80 because I was too scared to pursue my career alone. I didn't want to be alone. And the marriage lasted eight years. And even though we don't talk today because he can't stand me because supposedly I ruined his life by being so fabulous, I believe that nothing is a mistake and that marriage and that marriage was not a mistake because at the time it was right. And I learned a lot about myself. All right. And my second confession is... This is my second marriage, and we've been married now for 18 years with two kids. 18 years with two kids. And there have been plenty of times that I wanted to snap his neck. And it's still on his shoulders right now. But I am learning still to accept and love the other person as they are. And I'm learning the only person I can fix and work on is me. I just figured that out like, you know, two minutes ago. Check back in 30 years and see if I'm fixed yet because I won't be. Background check. All right. Today's guest has a rich background and personality, and that's why I love him. He is our guest, Steve Shapiro. 
If you live in South Florida, you may already know Steve as a television personality, as a sports reporter and anchor at WSVN. And if you've ever dated him, I'm sure there's like 80,000 <laughs> women of you out there who know him. So um, he's really good at what he does professionally. And um, he's been doing it for 36 years. That's a long time. And if you love sports, you love Steve. If you're mildly interested in sports like me, you love Steve because he makes everything entertaining. And always, always tells it like it is. Perfect for our show today. Just wait, stand by. And by the way, I want to say, you know, send the kids out of the room. I don't want to get any email going, oh, my God, I can't believe you guys talked about this. Okay, this is about men and women, all right? Um, Also, I know you're going to find out by seeing his picture on our website. But, ladies, you should know that Steve is very attractive with salt and pepper hair and a fiery personality. Steve loved women right away. At 12 years old, he had his first kiss. That's what he tells me. I'm sure it was earlier. Uh, her name was Nancy Richter. Nancy, are you there? Hello, Nancy, are you there? She's probably misses something now. So cute how he remembers her. That's so cute. At 16, Steve had his first girlfriend, he tells me, appropriate age. So far, so good. He was married 21 years. He has three grown, beautiful daughters. Uh, and since his divorce... He says he's had two long relationships as he's inhaling deeply. He says he guesses neither of them were good or he'd still be in one of them. (laughs) And he's currently single and ready to mingle. Steve, welcome. Do I get to speak? (laughs) You said it's hard. I wish you were doing this on television. We're better looking on television. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I've been doing this for 36 years. What's this exactly? Television? You mean broadcasting? Or well, I said what's you were this? on TV. Or dating. Th- well, what have I've you been doing been, for 36 years? I've been on television for 36 years. Okay, I've been so in the broadcast business for 36 years. Okay, that's interesting. But Probably uh, been dating, though, for like yeah, uh, how long have you been dating? 50 years, right? During yeah. the marriage? Uh, like During since, the marriage. Started you're... dating 50 years ago when I was 12 years old with Nancy Richter. Nancy Richter. Was there tongue involved? Uh, probably. Yeah, no, Seventh you. grade time. Sure, yeah. Yeah. She Point is probably you. married, and she's probably a grandmother now. Oh, That's sweet. And you will be a grandfather someday, but you don't, yeah, look, God you, don't look, you don't look like it at all. Thank you. All right, let's get to it. So how long have you been dating since you've been divorced? I've been divorced 13 years. I didn't date at all the first year, so probably the last 12 and I can kind of associate that, believe it or not, with a year after the Marlins won their second World Series. How about that? Because you remember. It I was remember. impactful. Yeah. When I they won the World Series, I was just getting divorced. So I remember when you were getting divorced, you were so thin. And you're never a depressed guy, but you seem very depressed. And I remember going, wow, Steve, you look great. Because, you know, for women, anybody like anorexic is attractive wow steve you look great what's going on i'm getting a divorce and yeah. i'm eating peanut, it was the break, peanut butter the breakup 15 it happens yeah. every time were you really eating peanut butter oh, out of the jar with a knife yeah. too not a spoon because crunchy extra i'm really I, I like smooth why why were you eating peanut butter only was it just i don't even know where the oven is much less how to turn it on oh, i'm one of those it was, yeah is that still the way it is i can make uh cereal steve after all this time you can't and make toast anything? Huh. Yeah, you, you can order. Yeah, I, I know can you order. can order. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, what is the number one? If you could just pick one, the number one misconception 
women have about men? Oh, the first one comes to mind immediately. All men are not the same. We all think differently. We all act differently. We all enjoy different things. We all have different feelings, different emotions, different sensitivities. Uh, we like different women, different um, the way they look, the way they act, the way they smell. We have different interests in height and hairstyle and hands and ears, and we're not all the same. So when a woman says, oh, that's a man for you. Yeah, way off. When it's it's not like that, um, and it's bothersome to me actually. Or say, there's no good men, or every man likes. Uh, it's all about sex, or they all drink beer, or they all love sports, or it's not all about sex for men. I this don't is newsflash. We're to all me. different. Oh, okay. We all have different uh, needs, desires, feelings. Is that hard when you're dating? Um, in South Florida, because I personally hear that a lot with my own in-person clients, that it's so hard to find a man in South Florida that all he wants is sex and all he wants is sex. What's the question? Is that so not true? I, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, but, we're all animals. No. Okay. You know, it's uh, it's normal. It's, uh, it's right. It makes sense. You know, we're all sexual beings. We're all animals. And I don't think that's a bad thing. And, by the way, I think women want it, enjoy it, think about it, get off on it as much as any man, any age. That's what I think. What is, and I'm going out of context here because it's it's the right time, but what is uh, what is the appropriate, in Steve's world, what... Or just in men's work. What, what is the right time to have sex? You go on a date, we're going to dinner, we're doing it. We're not all the same. Okay. So for some men, they might think that if there is some immediate interest, that the first time you meet would be okay. There might be some men that want to take longer and date and get to know the person just like a woman would. Um, and by the way, there are women who will, if they like a man immediately or are attracted to him in any sense, physically, intellectually, emotionally, they might say, yeah, I'm not letting this guy get away. And they might want to do it the first time. We're all different. How can a woman tell? Like on the first date, how can she tell like, okay, this guy's going to want to get it now or this guy is like, how, what's the key there? How can you tell? I had lunch with a woman yesterday mm-hmm. for the first time had met her for two minutes a week prior. Mm-hmm. I was walking out of a building. She was walking in. Mm-hmm. I had to leave. She was there to stay. Mm-hmm. And I walked up. I said to her, I need to know you, but I can't stay. I have somewhere to be. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Will you give me your phone number? And she did. And I met her and spent time with her yesterday. And we spent about an hour and a half together and we had lunch and we knew instantly that there was something that was clicking. There was some... Some percolation happening. Yeah, there was a tingle. It Uh was different. It wasn't like every other meeting. Um, Oh, I'm so happy for you, Steve. So you guys going to have sex? Well, I don't know. But it's... There's no reason to be immediately happy. It's just a good feeling to know that that... You got a tingle going. You can find that Uh and hopefully it perseveres, but who knows? But you both need to have the tingle. Yeah. And it was, a, a, I think it was acknowledged 
physically, affectionately, and it was acknowledged. Uh, she tried to take art- off her shirt. No, but we art- we articulated that uh-huh. that this was nice. This felt good. This was easy. This was comfortable. This there was a flow. So that was nice. So you're saying the answer to the question? Well, is, we didn't have sex. If okay. that's what you're asking. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's coming, but uh, but but you're saying that uh, I hear you saying. Correct me if I'm wrong. That a woman can be able to tell uh, the sexual temperature by communication, or by yeah, or by a gaze, or mm-hmm. by a touch, mm-hmm. or you know, right. a, a pause. You know, you know if there's something there or. If it's otherwise you might not look at each other or speak right and then you know it's uncomfortable and you want to get out of there you want to slit your throat immediately yes you gotta go what is your biggest turnoff during a date um I know what it is I'm just gonna have a hard time verbalizing it just say it I I don't like cliche I don't like when Anybody, a man, a woman or a man, uses overused terms. That bores me. I like, I, I'm really turned down by a woman who says something I've never heard before. And you'd think after all these years on the planet, I've heard everything. But there are some times when people say something and, you know, it makes you pause and sit back and think about what they said and and try to internalize it. And what does that mean? And wow, that was kind of cool. And that was, I never thought of it that way. You sure you're a man? Cause you sound like a woman when you say, I want, I'm about, I, I, I think I, I'm about 5% gay. <laughs> I think you are too, because you sound like you're saying that you get turned on by a woman's brain. I do. Okay. Yeah, for sure. That's I do. That's interesting. Women who can be, uh, really pretty in great shape, mm-hmm. dress really well, have great jobs, drive a great car. If they if they say things to me that I hear all the time from every other person on the on earth, yeah. you have nothing else to say. It's all about hey dude or I'm gonna chill or I'm just hanging or you know you're a full grown woman. You have nothing else to say. So you have no other thoughts. Cliche turns you off. Is that uh, along with is that like fakeness? No, I don't think it's fake. Oh, okay. I think it's just a personality trait. It's who okay. they are. It's what they're comfortable with. It might be nerves. I don't know what it is. What do you think turns off men? Uh, in general, mm-hmm. not just me. Um, I think when men perceive that a woman is looking for money, <laughs> yes. that might be a turnoff. Um, I think if... Like I said, we're all kind of sexual animals that if a woman shows no affection or it doesn't have that, you know, come closer kind of look. Come here. Yeah, it doesn't invite a man to approach her physically. I think that can be a turnoff. Um, you know, I think uh, I think women, uh, men are, my peer group is attracted to sophistication and class and way somebody dresses. Um you know, with the way they comport themselves, the way they walk, you know, I think that's, that's a turn on. If that doesn't exist, then it's, it's kind of a turn off. I think men want to be proud of the women that they're with. 
So, which leads me to my next question. What is the number one? You're getting a lot out of this, aren't you? I really am, yeah. Steve. So you're looking at me like that woman looked at me yesterday. I am? Yeah, a little uh, bit. Come hither. Yeah. Are you all right? Oh, my God. I'm going to smack you. <laughs> Dear God, what are men? I'm listening to you. Can you actually imagine that? A woman listening without having to have sex with you. What are What are men in general looking for in the first date? Like, you know, you know, you go to a store, you know if you like a shirt right away. Yeah. Like on a date on a first yeah. date, what are you looking for right right away? Not uh, thinking. Ease is the first thing. Mm. You know, does she, is it easy to be with her? Does she make me feel immediately comfortable? Um uh you know, I guess we all kind of we we size up each other. That's human nature too, right. but not I don't want to feel like I'm being sized up like um you you want it to be concealed. <laughs> Not concealed. <laughs> because it's she just, is sizing you up. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah. Not do, so do it in a way that you're not trying to figure out, right. you know, where What's I went on deal? vacation or, you know, what, I, you know, what am I looking for right away or how much money I make. Or, right. Um, so that being at ease is really, 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 really important to me that this is comfortable, that Light. this flow it's it's easy. Is that hard to find or easy to find? Uh, it's hard to find for me, but yeah. I think that might be a me thing. I'm not saying that's why don't true you for everybody. S- why don't you start with a questionnaire? Why don't you just sit down and go, listen, hey, yeah. let's get down yeah, to I'm business. I'm a reporter. You know, I have a list yeah. of questions. Well, no, you each fill out your question. This is how much I make or this is, I, you know, this is what I want. I guess that would take all the fun yeah, out of it. Yeah, that's not me. All right. Okay. So what um, what turns a man on more than anything? Tight jeans? No, I don't know. Um, okay. Yeah, I think the first attraction is always inspection. It's always, uh, you know, what you see on at, at first sight, you know. Um, physically. Physically. But we're all different. I, you know, uh, I could look at somebody and think she's beautiful and be standing next to somebody who is a very good friend of mine. So we obviously have something in common and he might think that she's homely. Mm-hmm. It's not all the same, but I think a site inspection, the first thing that gets to you is what you see. Um, and I have things that are, that appeal to me. Like, uh, I'm a hair person. I'm a hands person. Um, I'm going to sit on my hands right now. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, um, hair and hands. That's yeah, interesting. I don't like a lot of perfume. Uh huh. Um, I notice the way a woman dresses, and it doesn't have to be uh, expensive clothing, but the way she puts herself together. Um, you know, I think people, a lot of women, everybody is either universally pretty. There are people who are universally pretty. Everybody thinks they're pretty. So, you know, I can tell if somebody's pretty or if it's all makeup. Right. You know, I tend to like women who are less makeup. I think those women tend to be prettier to me. Mm-hmm. Again, not mm-hmm. to everybody. Right. But yeah, it's a, it's usually a physical attraction. Right. What are men looking for? The number one thing they're looking for in bed. Um, I guess a 50, 50 participation, you know, it's not all about you. It's not all about me. It's what we can do here together. 
So explain that more to me. Um, we already did our warning about the kids, okay? So Is this off topic? Were you planning to ask me this? What? <laughs> of course, Steve. This has to do with, you know, sex is a big part of relationships. And, yes, it is, by the way. And it's a barometer for how things are, how long, however long you've known each other. So, you know, when you say 50-50, tell me exactly what you mean. Does that mean, you know, it's not, you know, you always getting her turned on or vice versa? Or what do you mean by that? Everybody gets their cookies. Okay. Everybody's having a good time. Okay. Everybody gets what they want out of it. Okay. Um, and, and you're not leaving till you get your cookie. Yes. <laughs> okay. Not just me. <laughs> But I'm not leaving until uh-huh. you're oh, happy, okay. too. Okay. You know, that's a turn on to me, by the way. Well, I did read, um, actually, I was talking to my, one of my clients about this recently. Uh, I think I read, was, was it in Playboy? I don't know. When they actually, well, they still have articles. Anyway, uh, when a prostitute was interviewed and um, her client was interviewed, and he said that his number one turn on was not reaching Mount Everest himself. But the fact that she was having a good time, the men's number one turn on is if she is having a good time. Do you find that to be true? Yeah. I'm, I'm a caveman. Yeah. Okay. Meaning what? I want to feel like a man. I want to do manly things. So which means? It, which means if uh, if I can do for her physically, um, if I- You, you know, cross I, the finish line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I feel that makes me feel manly. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, look what I did. Look what I did. So a turn off would be what? You get in bed and what? She just lays there like blow up. Uh, yeah, I guess you know that wouldn't be right. Wouldn't be very exciting. Um, have you had? Have you experienced that? <clears throat> I, I guess not to the. That was extent, a true cough, by the way. It wasn't. Yeah, was I guess not to the extent that she was a doll. Uh huh. You know, but. There are some women who are more aggressive, for sure. Mm-hmm. And they can be too aggressive, too. You yeah. Know, you know. So, but, yeah, you, I, I like to feel my, well, first of all, my happiest moments in bed happened before we got into bed. You know what I mean? Oh, Steve, that's so sweet. Are you going to cry? What do you mean by that? Yeah. I mean, I I would much sooner be with a woman who I really care about and know she cares about me than just some beauty who was, you know, just there. Poke. Yeah, to get to the finish line. Right. So, um. Aw. Is is that hard to find? Well, yeah, it's hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love everybody I, I, I date. Yeah. You know? I probably only said I love you three or four times in my life, so but have that's, you ever, a great, that's a great thing. Have, yes. Have you ever had an experience where you it was going great before you got to the bedroom, and then the bedroom? I was like, God, this is disappointing. I don't think so. Oh wow. No, I don't think so. So you have to have the connection first. You're thinking a lot like a woman. No, I didn't say that. Oh no. Okay. No. Well. You, there are different kinds of connections. It's just that the mo- the most uh, fulfilling, the most satisfying. She's got to look great in jeans first. Physical connection. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, when you're in bed, I think you achieve that. You know that that's a greater likelihood if you if something existed between you before you got there. Deep. <laughs> it is. It is. We're not all the same. You're not all the same. Well, that's the number one point here. All right. Do men, um, you kind of already answered this, but do men expect, this is just a general question. Do men expect sex during the first date? Expect it? Uh Uh-huh. No. Want it? 
well, it depends how they feel about the woman, how she looks to him and how she appeals to him. Yeah. You're looking at me like, yeah, you idiot. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. You know, I, again, I, I, I can say this. I feel this with some certainty that women are the same, you know? And I think that that, you don't even have to know the woman. You could see a woman walking on a street in an office, in an elevator and, you know, think, oh my God. I, I want to ravage that woman. I want to yeah. just rip her clothes I off. I caveman. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right. Right. Well, and you haven't even heard, she, you know, her voice or know where she's from or, or anything. And I, But I think women feel the same way. And I have heard women say somebody will walk by them and it, that's my type. I like that. Well, I've heard that's true too. Yeah. This is a great question for me. How would a man like a woman describe her ex husbands or her exes never thank you so what are you saying exactly don't ever say oh let me tell you i was married for 21 years and he was such an a-hole i think that um we kind of all want to know how we got to where we are today Mm -hmm. and i I understand there's some background that comes with that but then once you have that information you have the you know the 411 i don't need to hear about that anymore Okay, I need more specifics because I think this is a mistake that men and women make. Um, getting around to talking about the exes and how they're wounded and how they're the victim and how the other person was wrong. So are you saying that, explain it to me during a date, a minute, a moment, and then let's move on? I don't want anybody in my life. I don't know if you care if it's my children or... Uh, a friend or a date um, to feel limited or inhibited about what they have to say. I'm just saying for me, I don't need to hear about it over and over. And and it's not just the ex being the ex-husband. You know, at my age, there are a lot of women who have ex-husbands and ex-boyfriends or two ex-husbands, you know, my ex, my ex, my ex. After a while, you don't know which ex they're talking about. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. Uh, and it's I, boring, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know if this is uh, my own insecurity or... Um, uh, I've thought about it before, but I don't have an answer. My MO is uh, I don't have relationships or contact um, with anybody that I was in love with when that ends, Mm, I don't want, I don't want to bring that to the next Mm -hmm. relationship. I don't want that woman Mm -hmm. to ever have to worry, uh, think about, uh, have to feel like she needs to check my phone or my email. That's why my ex-husband doesn't talk to me anymore. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. I think Um, that's wise. I I don't know because I think that that is by far the exception. I think a lot of people, especially women would say, if I loved them at one time and it didn't work out, I still have a fondness and an affection right. for them. I still want to know how they're doing or say happy mm. birthday or whatever. Mm. Well, you have an ex-wife, though. So, you know, you're in contact with her. And I by am. the way, you've never, ever, ever in my presence said anything bad about her, and which will, is unusual. And would never. I would never do that. I, I have nothing bad to say about her, but if I did, I would never verbalize yeah. it. Um, I, I, I don't know. That's It, it just... That's my thing. I uh, so, and, and I've been bothered by 
women who I've been in relationships with who, who continue to have uh, contact with ex-lovers. And that's, I, I don't think for a second that they're, you know, that they're... You just uh, don't want to hear ha- about ...have it. anything emotional with them right. or anything, certainly not, nothing physical with them. Mm-hmm. It's just, not that I don't want to hear about it, I don't think it needs to exist. Right. You know, leave that where it was. Okay. You have that memory. You you may have cards and pictures and all that. It's good advice. But I don't necessarily, for me, want to have to think about, well, why is she still in touch with him? Right. Why does she call him on his birthday or, or you know, whatever? Um, well, that is a natural insecurity, and I can understand it's that. It's a natural insecurity because I know a lot of men, too, who don't care. The past is the past. It's right. all about me and the future. Right. I don't feel that way. You're a seasoned veteran, so maybe this doesn't apply to you. We're talking but- about broadcasting now? No, Steve. This I is about know. men and women. Why don't some men call a woman back? Why don't some men tell her it's not going to work out? Why do some men go into their cave and shut the door? I think for some women, oh my God, it's like the worst thing. They just want closure. They're like, I just want to know. I just want to know. First of all, that works in reverse. I know. For sure. Yes. You know, you meet somebody, they give you, a woman gives you her phone number, you call and call and call and she doesn't call, she doesn't return the calls, doesn't text back. And you think, well, why did you give me the phone number? So it does work in reverse. Um, I don't think that all men operate that way. Why do you think some men? Uh, I don't know. I'm not that some man. I should not have had you on the show. I, uh. <laughs> next, next guest, please. Yeah. But I, like your guest. I guests. am brutally honest. Okay. You know, yeah. you're a really nice girl. I'm not feeling it. Sorry. Um, how does that go? Just like that. Yeah, but how's it go for the girl? Well, if they like you, then it's it could be she's uh, crying. Not crying, but it's um, at the machete. It's at, yeah, it's at the beginning. Oh, um, yeah. It's at the end of the date. I hope, right? Or is this in the middle of the first course? Like I'm not feeling it. You're, I, I've you're done talking that. cliches. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. You I've said, you know what? Jeans. Time to go. This isn't going very well. You've ended a date in the middle of dinner. Not enough for the middle, but it's after dinner. Yeah. You know, um, but I, that's good. But I've, you know, been out with women a few times and just, I knew it didn't have any legs, you know, it wasn't going to end well. And so for the men listening, your advice to them would be to say what? Uh, just that, you know, we've met, we went out a few times, we gave it a little time and I don't think it's going to go anywhere. And I don't know if you were looking for that, but I am, and we ought to, you know, just leave it here. Uh, I think to communicate. I, I, I your advice think, is to yeah. Communicate. I don't think it's hurtful. Um, I just think it's honest. It doesn't yeah. make the woman a bad person. Right. It just doesn't make her right for you. Then you should be a therapist, Steve. I don't even though, even though you're the craziest of all, but, yeah. Um, you're not do, the first one to tell me that. Do all men check out all women? Mm-hmm. God, yeah. it's so rude. It's hard for us women not to take that personally. And can you do what it? What do a you little, mean? I don't know. You know. Let me tell you something. What? If a woman's not being checked out, that's what she should worry about. Okay, no, we're together walking down the street. Okay, or yeah. you're happily married, or you're happily in a relationship. Like, why does your head have to turn every three seconds? Has that been your experience? No, but it's been experience of my, some of my friends. Like, do, you, you know, you it's natural. Men think about sex all the time, but do all, all men check out all women? Yeah, probably. But 
I think all women have their eyes open too. Um, I don't think it has uh, or should have any effect or be read into uh, as it relates to the woman, the significant person in their life. It's just, so you're just saying that it's, it's just like a looking, natural. Yeah, or it could it's be like a smelling re- a, a a good perfume, or uh, you know, or a really nice car. Okay, that you, if you're a car guy, or you know, like, anything, an or acknowledgement. If, that's a nice car. I'm not going to jump in it. Yeah, or if you're walking by <laughs> a, a store and there's a ball game on, and you stop to look to see what's going on in the game. It's just something that catches your eye, and I don't think it has to mean any more than that. Okay. And I'm not just saying this because you check out a lot of ball games. This. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I promise you that if uh, when I am fully involved, when I'm fully engaged in in my life with a with a woman, with somebody who's significant to me, I'm pretty much focused on her. Not pretty much. I'm totally focused on her. And I think any woman, even my ex-wife, would say that yeah when he was in it in it i you know i could tell that anything could happen around him and he i had his attention so what have you learned about yourself from your 21 years of marriage and your dating years uh oh man um i don't know if i've learned anything specifically i think i've reinforced that um, I'm very self-aware. I know what I want. I know what turns me on. I know what I like. I I know it immediately. Um, I see it. I feel it. I sense it. It makes sense to me. I know it early. But that comes from maturity. Mm, no, I think I've always been that way. Oh, okay. Even from Nancy Richter. Nancy Richter. <laughs> the reason why I'm asking... I feel like, no, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, no, there are no mistakes. And what I learned about myself in my first marriage was that I had no tools on how to communicate. And I didn't know how I was feeling, let alone how to express them. I've since attained that tool. So what did you learn from your 21 years of marriage? I'm having a hard time. Uh, thinking about specific things that I've learned because, like I said, I, uh, I've always known what, who I am, what I want, and I think I've learned pretty quickly what the woman, my ex-wife, ex-girlfriends, what's important to them, um, how they're going to project into the future as uh, partners, as mothers. Um, you know, I can kind of tell, like, she's great, but if I got sick, would she be there for me? I see. Yeah. So, and I can discern that pretty quickly. So when you ask me, you know, what have I learned? Maybe the thing I've learned most is the ability to extract that early on to, to feel that, to sense that early. And to know that that's what you want. Yeah. Okay. So there was a lot, a lot of stuff. So I want to whittle it down to the top 10. There's a bonus question at the end. I'm going to ask you. So, <laughs> so just for I get a prize, <laughs> you got us. <laughs> so top 10 things women need to know about men. Number one, you said not all men are the same. 
Number two, you said your biggest turnoff in a date is, or from a lot of men is... Cliché. Clichés. Be yourself, ladies, right? Well, being themselves Maybe. could involve a lot of clichés. Right. But for you personally, it's terms a cliché. and expressions, yeah. But your advice to women would be, be yourself. Well, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Okay, number three tip from Steve would be, uh, all men check out all women, but it doesn't mean they want to do anything about it. I don't know if that's a tip, but I feel that way. Is that way. true? I think so. Okay. I mean, women should know this. Women do know that. I don't know. And women do the same thing. Maybe I'm naive. Um, okay, let's come up to number four. Um, your fourth tip would be in terms of exes. Talk about it once, explain it, and then close the door. Don't want to hear about it again. Yeah, I'm not even sure talking about it on the first date is appropriate or, okay. or At some wise. Point. But yeah, I mean, I think it's important that we know how each of us got to this point. So mm-hmm. you have to know about the past. But the uh, continued conversation about it or, the, in my case, contact, is uh, that's a turnoff to me. Okay. So the fifth thing a woman should know about a man would be sex should be? A partnership. Good stuff. We each get our cookies. Okay. We each get our cookies. <laughs> right? All right. <laughs> oh, and in terms of like calling her back and communicating. I think that honesty is workable. I, I don't think it should be personalized. Um, you know, uh, I, I think that if... I don't choose to continue to see you. It doesn't mean that the other 10 men behind me wouldn't be lined up to be with you. It's just a me thing. We're all different. Don't take it personally if I don't like you. I didn't say I didn't like them. I could have liked them fine. I just don't see anything long term. Okay. Yeah. If that's what I'm looking for. Right. Okay. Oh, when it comes to money, money seems to be a big deal down here in South Florida. Mm -hmm. So I would agree with that. What is, what do women need to know about men in terms of money and how to act about or how to approach it? Well, I don't, I don't know what they need to know. Money comes in different forms. Um, money might not just be uh, bank Status. accounts, but it can be. Um, it, it might be power, or position, or. Is he, you know, does, does he does he go to the right parties? Does he drive the right car? Where does he vacation? Um, do his children go to private school or public school? So you know, money comes in different forms. I, status. So what was your advice yeah. to women in terms of money and status? Or the things my, that we my don't advice know about. would be that women. I wish that women put less emphasis on that um, as compared to, you know, does this man bring, can he bring something to my life that previously did not exist uh, besides material things? What about when I said at the top of the podcast that some of my friends say, God, man, why doesn't he... You know, why does it have to? Why doesn't he know what I want for my birthday? Why do I have to tell him? <laughs> Again, I'm a pat myself on the back. I'm really good at that. 
I am really good at that. I always hit the target. I always stick the landing. Because? Birthday gifts, anniversary gifts, um, surprises. So you're... I, I get that. I, it's just a sense. I'm good at that. Some men are good listeners. And s- even if they're not good listeners, they're just good witnesses. They're mm. good observers. You know, they uh, and if he, they and know if what not, makes her lady, his lady, click. What's important to her? What would make her happy? And it could be something really small. If a woman is with a guy <clears throat> that she really digs, and he's not like that, well, she can still really dig him. Okay, yeah. but don't make him your a advice bad guy. would be what? Tell him. No, I don't think you know. I, you can't put lipstick on a pig. I mean, we just are who we are. Okay. Oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> you know. Okay, We're so all accept different. the fact that the guys, you might be with a man who's going to forget your birthday or, you know, bring you, you know, a Sports Illustrated magazine. Yeah, but it doesn't make him a bad person. Okay. What do you tell your daughters about men? What was your advice? Um, <clears throat> the, I think what I want them to learn the most is that just because their parents' relationship failed, it doesn't, it's not a precursor for their relationships. Or because 50% of first-time marriages end in divorce, it doesn't mean they have to be in the 50% that break up. I think there's an acceptance in society now that if it doesn't work, it's okay. Um, I don't want them to feel that way. I want, you know, my, uh, I, I want, I have three daughters. I would love to think that when they get married and they're all really close, that they'll be married for 60 years. My parents are married 65 years. My brother and sister are married 35 Happily? years. Happily? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, as far as I can see. Right, okay. You know, right. But nobody knows what's going on behind that closed doors. That is so nobody. true. Um, so I, I would want them to know that they are capable of that, that there are people in their lives who live that way. Um, and uh, they they should be conscious that that is at least uh, a, a, as great a chance of that happening as there is that they fail. That's what I, that's what I tell them. Number 10. I got it. Feelings. What do women need to know about men and their feelings? It seems like in general, Steve, men have a hard time saying how they feel. I, I don't, Again, I don't think that that's true. Um, and you can talk to any woman that I've had a relationship with. Well, that would take uh, a long time. Um, okay. That wouldn't take a long time. I haven't had that many relationships. Certainly not any, good, not a lot of good ones. The, um, Sorry, exes, uh, all you people who are listening. <laughs> um, I'm the kind of guy. If you have, if you if you want to talk, I'll stay up all night. I'll okay. listen. I'm I'm going to stay up all night if we have to. Men have feelings. Um, yeah. And I think they want to be heard equally. So, you know, uh, that was a long, deep breath. Okay. So let's review class top 10 things women need to know about men from Steve Shapiro. Right. Uh, number one, men are not all the same. Don't make assumptions. Right. Uh, number two, well, Steve said he doesn't like cliches, but his tip was be yourself. Women. Even if you're saying, oh, my God, OMG all the time. Maybe you're not for Steve, but be yourself. Uh, number three, <laughs> all men check out all women. Doesn't mean they want to have sex with them. <clears throat> uh, number four, 
don't drone on about your exes. If it comes up, explain it, move on, but don't go on and on about it. I completely agree. Uh, number five, sex is a partnership for most men. Bed, you know, just 50-50. Each get a cookie, according to Steve. But I, I would I would agree that most men feel that way. Number six, honesty. Tip, uh, ladies, don't take it personally when it comes to honesty. If a man tells you, that would be so refreshing to have a guy be honest. I think a lot of women would appreciate that. But the key, I guess, for us is not to take it personally. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't mean you're not still hot and fabulous to find somebody else. Number seven, um, put less emphasis on status and money. I think sometimes women do that because they feel they want to feel taken care of. But I can understand how it would make a man feel bad if that's all we're looking for. Number eight, accept your man for who he is, whether he's not a good gift giver. Look at the good. That's very, very true for the whole world. Number nine, best tip, it's possible to have a long marriage or a long relationship. And number 10 tip, men have feelings too when when men want to be heard. That's deep stuff. Do you feel better, Steve? Because I feel better. I feel the same as when I walked in here. Okay. Well, up those are, None of those are new thoughts. Okay. Well, good for you. They're new, new for us. Uh, Bonus question. What is Steve Shapiro looking for in a relationship? Even though I think we kind of already know, but whittle it down to, to a sentence. Because most people right now are listening, driving somewhere, and they've reached their destination, and they yeah. want to turn off the car. So what are you looking for in a relationship? Steve Shapiro is looking for sensible, logical, and reasonable. Those are – that's my mantra. Sensible, and I think logical, that if, if each of you – are sensible, logical, and reasonable. There All 10,000 women listening. Yeah, there is nothing you can't overcome. Nothing. What do you mean by that? There's nothing you can't overcome. I mean... To reach me at the top of Mount Everest or what? No, if... Um, I, I'm a do-as-I-say guy, not a, a do-as-I-do guy. Okay. But I believe that uh, if two people who identify that they truly love each other if they are sensible, logical, and reasonable, they can overcome anything but three things. Infidelity, drugs and alcohol, and physical abuse. Those are really hard to overcome. But anything else that could uh, possibly come between you or, or crack or break what you have, if you are sensible, logical, and reasonable, there ought to be a way that two bright people can overcome anything else. So you sound like you really want a good relationship. Yeah, totally. How yeah. long I know you? Oh, girls, you can reach Steve at seriously. You're adorable, Steve. Thank you so much for coming today. I feel like I really know more about men and certainly I know more about Steve Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> you can find Steve in his cave. Yeah. Um, he's not easily reachable. With a beer but- and a ball game. <laughs> um, you can find Steve at WSVN.com. S. Shapiro at WSVN.com. And that's how he likes it. That's how you can find him. All right. Summing up today's advice for life. Men are not all the same, ladies. Accept them as they are. A reminder to everybody, submit your questions on AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. 
You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out. Maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.